Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. I mean, I try my best to give my children, you know, at least what they need. Sometimes food also becomes very difficult. Yeah, there have been days where we don't even have, I don't have money for even bread and butter. Yeah, it's, it's getting very, very difficult. Alice is a single mother of two from Brent, one of an estimated 14.5 million people living in poverty in the UK. For those like Alice, those on the breadline, this Christmas will be a harrowing time of rising food prices, escalating fuel costs and little thought about what's under the tree. This year, The Evening Standard and our sister paper, The Independent, are joining forces with Comic Relief to raise as much as we can to help those struggling in this cost-of-living crisis. Our campaign is calling on corporations, philanthropists, our readers and listeners to donate to an appeal that will give grants to charities and organisations in London as well as across the country. You can find more details on how to donate online at standard.co.uk. But with me now is our campaign's editor, David Cohen. David, the campaign's called On the Breadline and you've been talking to some of those who are living below it. How hard is this Christmas going to be for those people? So, Rochelle, I have been doing campaigns now for over 10 years on the standard. And I'm used to going into pockets of London where things are tough. But what shocked me about this as we started investigating the cost of living crisis is just how widespread this is, how how people are really feeling very scared about what lies ahead. The choices that people are being forced to make are impossible. Choosing between eating themselves or feeding their children, choosing between fixing the washing machine or getting help from a dentist on a rotten tooth, choosing between getting a cot for their child or having to put them to sleep in a drawer. The heating and eating which we have heard so much of and which has sort of set the contours of the cost of living crisis, as you delve into it, you realize there is so much more to it and that the particular cases, people especially who are vulnerable, who might have certain medical issues, for example. So I met and interviewed a woman who is diabetic. Now, she had been skipping meals like many other mothers that I met 
But in her case, she ended up in A&E. You don't know what you're doing half of the time. So it's like, because now everything's going up. Like, food's going up, rent's going up. You can't afford certain things. Right now, I can't afford anything at the moment for myself and my child. And it's going to affect my health because I'm a diabetic and I had it through my pregnancy when I had my daughter and I still have it now. That was Candace, who suffers from diabetes, as I said, and you know, she gave the last of her food as her money drained out of her universal credit, out of her bank account, last food that she had to her eight-year-old child. And she thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll make it to dinner. I'll have some toast for dinner. But you can't do that when you're on medication. Similarly, other dramas that have been playing out across London. A woman, a mother of seven called Jennifer Jones, who we interviewed, who is disabled in a wheelchair. Now, she relies entirely on her electric mobility scooter to get around. She has been facing a huge rise in energy bills, up to £1,600 in debt. And she thought, I can't carry on like this. I've, I've, got to, um, I've got to cut back. So she stopped charging her electric mobility scooter overnight, just did a three or four hours. Well, the result was she ran out of charge in the middle of the high street as she was out shopping. Been on the high street and literally broke down completely. And lucky enough, I had my phone. I've had to call up and like my son and my daughter has had to come and literally like, push the scooter all the way home, which is it's embarrassing, you know. I've had to wait for them to get there. I'm on the street, people are like, are you okay? Why have you, you know, stopped? The only way I can really guarantee the scooter's not going to run out is if I charge it overnight, which then in turn really uses a lot of electric. So you can't really win. And then it happened again. A few days later, out on the high street, she had to turn to a stranger, ask them to push her into a local fast food restaurant where she asked if they could charge, if she could charge it up. They said, sorry, sorry, ma'am, we don't allow that sort of thing. And she started crying. She was in tears. So they relented and let her charge it. But these sort of micro-embarrassments sort of add up. And for people like Jennifer Jones, the cost-of-living crisis really impacts their ability to live their life. David, you've been investigations editor at The Standard for quite a while. And through that, you've spoken to many people over the years going through financial difficulty. Is this the worst it's been? You know, I think that it is. I think it's we're at the beginning. We're just at the beginning of this winter. We are starting to see things that I never thought we would see in London, like warm centres. These are community centres that have applied for grants to put the lights and the heating on so that people, ordinary people, can leave their homes and go to these places or send their children to these places where they'll be warm, where they can play some games or do some things or be with other people in the community, be warm and have the lights on. I mean, this is London in 2022. I've never heard of or seen anything like it. I'm leading a team of six writers and before we headed off into this territory of the cost of living crisis, which we thought we knew, we've all read about, you know, people making choices between heating or eating. It all sounds uh, tough, but, it, you know, it all sounds something we know about. But actually, when you drill down and you go and see these people, you realize 
how everybody is affected in very particular ways as well, particular, particularly given their, some of them are struggling with certain ailments. We, we met and interviewed a woman whose daughter is hooked up to all sorts of equipment because of the disability uh, she faces. And the, this equipment uses a lot of electricity. And this woman is at her wit's end as to how she's going to f- be able to s- afford the increased prices for this electricity for the very, very basic functioning required of her daughter. So the kind of things that we see, you know, deeply harrowing, a, a mother having to put her child, her baby to bed in a drawer because she could not afford a cot. I met several people with bad tooth, toothache in excruciating pain. One of them was on the phone to the NHS while I was doing the interview and in tears afterwards because the queue, the wait for an NHS dentist was over a year and she just cannot afford to go private. So the trade-offs, the costs, the things that people are going through right now I think is far deeper than we imagine and we are just at the beginning of this. And how can people help? So this On the Breadline campaign, which we have launched with our sister title, uh, The Independent, and it's in partnership with Comic Relief. Comic Relief have got us uh, going. They, they've pledged £1 million. And the money we raise will go to organizations and community groups in London and across the UK that will be supporting the people most affected, most disadvantaged by the cost of living crisis. We're hoping to at least double this money, and we are very much hoping that listeners to this podcast can pay it forward and help those who are most affected at this very tough time. To learn more and donate, go to standard.co.uk. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear from Samir Patel, CEO of Comic Relief, the charity which has pledged £1 million to the On the Breadline campaign. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Samir Patel is the CEO of Comic Relief. Samir, 
Comic Relief's pledged £1 million to kickstart the On the Breadline campaign. What do you hope it will achieve? Yeah, well, look, I think it's a tough time sort of across the country right now. And, you know, this is when Comic Relief and other charities kind of have to step in and really do all we can. We have a footprint with organizations across the UK that we can really provide funding to. And so we're hoping that we can use the power of our brand and the power of this partnership with Evening Standard and Independent to, you know, really make a difference and really move the dial to help some people who are going to be struggling this winter, let's face it. So there are lots of small grassroots community organizations around the UK that could really use our help right now. And so we want to get this money out to them basically as fast as we can um, in a matter of weeks to really help them out during this tough time. Uh, so yeah, we're we're really hoping that everyone tries to to pitch in and help others out right now. You know, even just a ten pound donation, you know, that can provide forty meals for families at a local community center. And we'll be using the money to go towards uh, lots of areas of need that we're hearing from organizations on the ground. So these are things like winter kits, so clothing kits, scarves and gloves, food kits such as slow cookers, recipe cards. And also just really specific items that people need. So electric blankets or hot water bottles, energy top-up cards. And then, of course, there's also, um, you know, the food side of things. So food banks and food kitchens, really making sure there's spaces and places people can come together and eat in a safe, warm space. And, of course, help and advice from, you know, benefits to mental health support. So, yeah, every little bit really goes towards making a difference. And, you know, while it is... uh, certainly a challenge right now and people are struggling the reality is there are lots of organizations that can and want to help right now so there is some help uh, and there is some hope out there and it it really just comes down to everyone pitching in and doing what they can comic relief is known for working in the uk as well as around the world are you finding that you're having to concentrate more effort in this country than previously um, it's actually both. You know, the thing is, the cost of living crisis, it's a ripple effect. It's happening around the world. And so when we think about some of the choices that uh, we're all having to make around, you know, maybe we're having to watch what we're spending or, you know, not run our heat as much for people who are facing poverty, they're really in an impossible situation. They're already facing kind of stress and difficulty. And, you know, now it's even tougher. And that's happening around the world. That's happening um, and a lot of the projects we fund, whether it's in Africa or India, you know, we're really seeing this kind of as a global issue. So certainly we're focused on what's happening here in the UK, but um, definitely the crisis kind of extends around the world. How bad is the situation in London specifically? Yeah, so um, the the problem is bad kind of everywhere. And certainly in London, you know, we're hearing a lot around um, children. We're hearing a lot around single parents. When you factor in that London is already an expensive place to live and now you add additional pressures, whether that be, you know, your energy bills or, you know, just being able to, to kind of stay warm, you know, that is tough. So the need is high here in London, absolutely. Um, and when you also think about the sort of small charities, community groups and so forth, they are also affected by the cost of living credit. Their bills are higher. You know, they're having a hard time helping those that are in need. And so you know, like I said, it is a bit of a ripple effect and it's affecting everyone. And so, yeah, it's really important that we look out for our neighbours and the people in our local communities. Should the government be doing more to help? Yeah, I I think the, the issue is that everyone could be doing more to help. You know, I think that when you think about 
um, corporations, what they can be doing when you think about the government. And, you know, this is where charities um, can kind of have a role to play. Uh, unfortunately, charities exist to step in when, you know, there is an area of need. And uh, maybe in an ideal world, that wouldn't have to happen. But the reality is that's why we're here. And so, yeah, it is important that kind of everyone, whether it's government, whether it's corporations, whether it's charities, does as much as they can right now. If anyone is listening to this podcast and is struggling financially or emotionally, where can they find some information or support? Well, we actually have a, a page on our website. Um, it's comicrelief.com forward slash support. And it lists a number of organizations across a number of areas, whether it's mental health, help with food and shelter, you know, um, escaping fear and violence. And we list a number of resources there. So hopefully uh, people can have a look there. And that's it from The Leader. Go to standard.co.uk for more details about the On The Breadline campaign. You can donate there too. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.